You're listening to Pimelo Mutini on SAFM. All right, so it is Mandela Month and we are looking at people who really are making a wonderful impact in our societies, people who are just ordinary South Africans and are doing some amazing things out there to just kind of get us to get along. Lauren Juris is a domestic worker in Cape Town and since the lockdown has decided to open a soup kitchen. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Pamela. Well, I just thought that your story is so heartwarming. Um, you decided in your community to start a soup kitchen during this lockdown period. What what was different? You you say that your area is anyway a poor area. You even talk about the fact that it's not even on the map. Um, what changed between uh, before COVID and after COVID? It's a pleasure being on the show, Pamela. Thank you. I wouldn't call us a poor community, but just underprivileged. Mm-hmm. Before lockdown, I always wanted to start cooking for the community. There has been a few families that I cooked for out of my own pocket, and then I took the pot of food to them. Okay. And then when lockdown started, I saw that things are getting worse. There's more hungry people out there who need something to eat. We also do have other soup kitchens around the area, but I felt that I have to do my part in my community and start feeding them. What What was the shift, Lauren? Were people just not working more? What What What, what is it that you saw that exceeded the need for you to do more with, with the soup kitchen that you're running? Before lockdown, a lot of people weren't working. And you also know that there's a lot of grandparents in my area, a lot of parents who have to raise their children's children mm. because they don't have any they don't have any support on from their children because some of them are on drugs and all that. Yeah. So I've seen that and I see the need in the children's lives, so I need to do something about it. And then I started the feeding. So how are you conducting this? I mean, do you still have a job, Lauren? Excuse me? Do you still have a job? Yes, I still have a job. Mm-hmm. So I'm t- very grateful to still have a job and yes. have things provided for my family and my husband is still working as well. So, so tell me how you're juggling the time. When do you get to run the soup kitchen and when do you get to go to work? I'm a domestic worker. Yeah. At the moment, I'm only working once a week. Oh, I see. I'm not back at my other job. So, but my mom is at home. She's also a domestic worker, not working at the moment. And then I have my sister and my neighbors also helping. And then I also have my aunt who helps. She always gives a hand. And, and the soup kitchen runs every day. How does it work? No, I cook randomly. Mm. We've got people sometimes coming from other areas who also come and give us food. So I will give out twice a week. Yes. But I have, we have someone who does the breakfast. Yes. That's every day. And then we have someone who runs the lunch. Yes. She also cooks every day. And then I do the supper. Plus minus how many people are you feeding, Lauren, at a time? We do 250 to 300 people. Um, you you talk about the fact that sometimes you try and scale that up and it's very, very hard because you don't have enough resources and stoves and so on. Um, what capacity do you have? You've got the capacity for 250 people. Um, you want to scale that up to about how many people? We I normally cook 
two pots of food, mm. if I make food, and two pots for rice. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then um, I also do soup. We, we are so blessed because we bless the pots before we go out. Yeah. And then they will always be, even though it's just a handful, but there's enough for everyone to eat. You have, you have a buddy system that you have, that where you pair families with other uh, families, um, so privileged families and underprivileged families. Tell me about that. Yes. We call that the Amakaya Amabini, bringing families together. We have the green family and we have the blue family. The green family is the oldest privileged and the blue one is the privileged family. Mm. So we can connect the two with each other. They swap the cell phone numbers and then they have a chat, connect, and then that family sponsors the other family with vouchers or they can choose what they want. Do they want the money in the accounts for eight weeks? How can we assist you, Lauren? I mean, it's a wonderful initiative and you, you're obviously rising to the occasion. There is a need now Thank greater you, than Amelia. before COVID. How can we assist you? You can donate to the Packabadi account. Okay. You can just put in the, sorry, Atri K is for Packabadi. Is there a contact number people can get hold of you on? I usually use my email. Yes, that's perfect. Should yes. we? Should, what must we send people to? To your email address? I can give you my contact number. Okay. Is is this your private contact number, Lauren? Yes, this is my private contact number. There isn't another number you want to give me. Not necessarily your your private one. Is there another number? No, I don't have any other number. That's why I use my email mostly. Okay. What we'll do then, Lauren, is that we will post your email address. Just for I just yes. want to be safe with this. We'll post your email address and then try and and try and see if we can't connect the people that want to assist you directly to you. Okay. Yes, no problem. Thanks La- for Lauren, we really appreciate the time you've given us and thank you so much for the work that you're doing. Lauren Juris is a domestic worker who's decided to open a soup kitchen in her area um, and she just needs help and she's doing fantastic work. She's really uh, assisted people and families that are really less privileged at the moment. So we'll put all her details up and give you more of the details that we can give you uh, after this.